We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1, where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heapy Podcast. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas, and I just want to give you a little bit of warning. So the first kind of minute of the show is a little weird. You might hear me sound very excited to hear music played. It's because we were having massive technical difficulties on our stream, twitch.tv slash MIHeapy. You can come by our post-game show after every playoff game. We're having a lot of fun. Check that out. As you can see, uh, it's way better with video, so just please stop by sometime. We're having a lot of fun. But the reason why I'm telling you this is so that you have a little bit of context as to why I'm like, yes, yes, uh, before the show. Uh, we had the we had stream waiting quite a bit uh, in our waiting screen. Uh, we eventually got it working. There's a bit of an echo for the first minute. Uh, that gets fixed with I get the Zoom audio working, uh, and then we're fine for the rest of the way. But it's just kind of a heads up as to why I have this weird reaction at the beginning of the show and uh, why there's a bit of an echo. But don't worry, it goes away. We fix it, and it's a normal Miami Heapy podcast you all know and love. Remember to subscribe on iTunes. Check out our YouTube page, Miami Heapy. Go to our Twitch, twitch.tv slash MIA and our Instagram, at MIA uh, And enjoy the show. We made it. We made it. We made it. Oh, my God. I'm so happy right now. I mean, not about the game, but the fact that we get the stream working. <gasps> I'm sweating. Oh my god. Y'all are patient. I appreciate it. 
Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Post Game Show. Thank you for the wait on stream. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas. Not with me today. It's producer and co-founder Brian Goins. He's uh he's getting married. Brian is uh Brian's getting married. He's getting married to his lovely wife, and uh, I'm not there because COVID scares me. And uh, you know we're at, we have we live with at risk people, so we're here providing you the content that you need. I appreciate y'all for being as patient as you have. I listen. We had a a big audio issue. You don't even know. I forgot even to hit record on Zoom. I just did that right now. Um, we uh, <laughs> it's been a rough day. Uh, it's been a rough day. Uh, Heat lose to the Celtics. We as a for show and production are discombobulated. Uh, as much as the Heat defense have often been, I haven't even introduced who's here today. I'm so this is I'm out of sync. With me today, it's our trash tweeter Jack Alfonso. You can see him on the bottom right. Hello. He waves. On the left of me, you have our anime lover and Photoshopper Brass Jazz. What's up, everybody? That face you see on the bottom left is a p- familiar voice. That may be a familiar face to your life. Friend of the show, Jeremy Tache. What's up, everyone? Jeremy, what do I say you're from? Because you're from you're from Swings and Mishes, but I don't think this is a baseball yeah. audience. Or I, I don't know. Yeah, I, it's, it's probably you want to be from. You do a million things. Gosh, I do I do a few things. Uh, you can just say I'm from Swings and Mishes. That's fine. It's most of what I tweet about. Uh, that and and UCF, but that doesn't count as a profession. I just had to get that in here real quick within the first minute. Of the Chat, do you still hear an echo? Chat, let me know. I think we may, I think the show might just go on, but uh, you guys, chat, you let me know. You let me know what's good. You let me know. Oh, look at that. We're a disaster today. Even, even the boxes and Zoom are messed up. Oof. We are having a day. We are like the Celtics. I mean, we are like the Heat. Um, so the Heat play their worst game of the postseason. Maybe their worst game since the seeding games, like since early in the seeding games. Um, I, I don't want to just credit what, um, I don't want to just credit what, uh, the Celtics did because while I do think that they had some plans to attack the zone, uh, particularly like they were putting Jason Tatum in the corner every time that he went zone and that just makes it easy to trap him, And then it kind of gives Kemba Walker just like kind of to operate in that middle space or whatever. Uh, so having Gordon Hayward on the floor gives them a guy. They were putting Marcus Smart in the middle of that zone. was passing out of that really nicely. They also put Gordon Hayward there. or They put him in the corner, and they were able to put Jason Tatum in the middle to kind of go to the basket and stuff like that. So there were some things tactically, uh, but I think, guys, Brass, this came down to dog shit effort in the first half particularly. Zero sense of urgency. It was like, it was like that game when Giannis didn't play. Like They just completely looked flat to start. It was, yeah, it was one of the my least favorite games I've watched and as far as I can really remember. But I just think people need to chill out a little bit because we were horrid tonight, absolutely horrid on both ends. And we still got it down to like five with, with a few minutes, with like five minutes ago or something like that. I mean, it was really, or no, I guess it was less than that. But uh, it, it, was, it was really way closer than it should have been i mean i know boston had what a 20 point lead i think that was their max yeah but, i um, called it a fake comeback i i, I was texting i was texting some friends i was like hmm. fake fake comeback incoming because like we know that they're not gonna roll over 
Like this team just doesn't, this team is not the Clippers. We said that last show. Like this Heat team is not that Clipper team. This team is not a team that's just going to straight give up. I think there was some lack of urgency. I do think that, I mean, Jimmy Butler hasn't been in a conference finals before. Like this is, and Bam came ready to play, by the way. That dude had like 26 and 15, uh, was was like shooting 80% from the field or something. It was it was pretty crazy. Uh, people are saying that there's echo or there's not echo. Let us know, guys. So I, I try to fix this on the fly. But um, there was some lack of experience, I thought, on their end. Um, I I'm not too concerned going forward. I mean, for the Heat to lose this series, they've lost two games since August 18th. Right, so it's basically been a month. They've lost two games in the whole month. They'd have to lose three more games out of four to lose. I just don't well, see don't that happening. That into existence, but it's just—I don't think it's happening. Like, I, let's be realistic on why how are the, you doing this. But I'm just why saying, are you like, talking like this. I'm not saying that. I'm just trying to talk <laughs> people off the ledge. The team's good. This right. is not. I'm, I'm saying this is no, not. A, stay on the ledge. This is bad. Should <laughs> I, I talk everyone on the ledge? I just—I want people Here. to feel better. No, you're right. You're right. Go, go ahead, Jeremy. Well, no, it, 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 this game is, by all intents and purposes, an absolute fluke in terms of shooting, right? And that's why this team struggled so much. Uh, is Jay Crowder like? Is Jay Crowder the player what he's been this entire stretch? No, but he's going to be a lot closer to that player the rest of the series than he was tonight. He was two of ten, and every single shot was from three. Dragic looked gassed. Uh, Jimmy Butler was, was pretty horrible tonight. Uh, and when you have that type of effort from those three guys, you're not going to win basketball games and that's going to happen. But now it weirdly where everybody on Twitter was sort of saying, Oh, you know, having a move to Wednesday only hurts the heat. It helps the Celtics in all series. Weirdly, if you're the heat, you actually feel pretty good about having until Wednesday. 100%. Yeah. I agree with all three of you. I don't think we all need to be on the ledge. You know, we're still up 2-1. It's, we all said this was going to be a long series. Nobody thought this was going to be a sweep. Um, Dave Dufour did. a five-game series. <laughs> um, Dave Dufour thought it was I, a sweep. To play devil's advocate a little bit, um, there are a lot of trends that have been consistent. And in this game, things caught up with them. Jimmy was really bad this game. And it's kind of consistent with how he's been in a lot of the beginnings of games. And it just seemed like he waited too long to turn it on. Mm -hmm. Like that the Celtics just got a bigger lead. So the margin of error was thinner because you have Gordon Hayward instead of Semi Ojale out there. Um, Bam was great. Hero was fine. But like you said, Crowder rest a little bit on shooting. You hope and you think he's going to be there in the future. But like these are the kinds of things that just – I don't know, they kind of come back to bite you in the butt, like the slow starts. You can't do that every time. You can't come back from double digits against a well-coached, very talented Brad Stevens team, like three games in a row. They're not going to let you do that. I mean, last game, it's not just that they came back from that like huge um, half deficit. They also came back in the fourth quarter. So like right. the Celtics got embarrassed like twice in that game. They were going to come out hard. I thought they adjusted really well. I thought putting Marcus Smart on Gordon Dragic was like an incredible adjustment. Dragic, you call him Gordon Dragic, Dragic was like Gordon Dragon. Um, he clearly has been having too much coffee. He was like a minus twenty nine or a minus twenty seven, minus twenty nine in this game. He yeah. was really bad. 
Jimmy was really bad and that's inexcusable. Um, I, I think Jeremy's right that you, you think the rest of Jimmy is going to be huge. He just did not look like he had his legs under him. Um, and Bam, that's the positive. He's been incredibly consistent. He tried to will the team back into this game in this third quarter. He's a problem for the Celtics. He's the best player in this series. You can argue whether he's individually better than Tatum. I think most people would still say Tatum is the better player overall. But in this series, at least, Bam has been the best player. And that's what you hang your hat on going forward. And you weren't kidding. Gordon really was a minus 29. Yeah. Yeah, he's really bad. Yeah, it, it was bad. And I, I don't even think, like, I think that was more a product of the lineups that were out there. I don't really think he, I mean, he was not giving them, I think the lineups are kind of designed for he to be the, like, hub of scoring. So when he's not the hub of scoring, right, like, the lineups don't function as a result. So it, that, that, it just makes it. Huh? Start of the night, though, Kendrick Dunn. Oh, he is. He was horrible. It wasn't his fault. You can say that no, definitively. Not, it was not his fault. No. That fucking foul. Yeah. That foul made me. Oh, my God. That foul made yeah. me tweet. I hope he never gets another minute again. Is that, that where that so came from? Yeah. Yeah. That, that was the moment. I mean, I've, I've been running the Heat Beat account, and I, I, I'm just like, I'm done with him. I'm just done yeah, with that. It. His minutes along with Olenek tonight were some of the worst. I mean, we've watched a lot of playoff basketball as Heat fans. I don't know that I've ever seen two players simultaneously play as poorly in one game as role players as the two of them did tonight. In a you, do you not remember ever. the 2014 finals? Oh, well. Oh. Yeah, that's a different thing. It's a whole other animal. It's a whole other thing. <laughs> Michael Beasley got in that final. That was Spoh. I mean, those two guys. Yeah, but those two guys were just provided absolutely nothing tonight. And and with that being said, you know that means Olenek goes five of six from in the next game. Like the way that he plays is see. You would think just ultimate for the win. Says Spoh needs to give Myers minutes despite our small ball rotations. Kelly is helping out the Celtics more than the Heat. At least that's what Canner's out there. Whatever. Somebody said something similar on Twitter about Nunn and and Kelly, right? And I just. I think we forget about Myers and what Kemba Walker and the Celtics would do to a drop defense. I think it's just guys, you don't want, I understand the need of like, you see some shit and it's broken and you want to fix it. The the needs not to go to what doesn't work. You know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. for the heat, right. You like what you're doing defense. You like the game plan, right? You're over, you're, you're playing really hard on the strong side of the ball. You're making the passes of the corners tough, but you're giving it to them if they're available. You are switching as much as you can. The only thing is that you're not switching is Goran onto bigs. The rest of the things you're switching, right? And you've done a good job of staying in front of guys. You've contained, you've relatively contained Kemba Walker, which has been the biggest, like, scary part of the series. Jalen went off today, and Jalen is a lot like Josh Richardson in the sense of Jalen's not going to break down your defense. But Jalen will do a number on a bet defense, right? So if you guys have Kemba, Jason Tatum, all these guys kind of distorting the defense, what Jalen Brown got today was a lot of line drives to the basket. He's, he's just going vertically, yeah. right? He's not, you know, he's not slithering by guys. He's not Kimba Walkering this stuff. So the idea of Spoh needs to reach into the bench right after we saw something work for two games, I, I just, I don't see it happening. And I've seen a lot of that on Twitter and it's been a little annoying because they've been fine, right? Like I, I even like that fourth quarter, they kind of went to what worked. And uh, who would have known? Duncan Bam dribble handoffs. 
<laughs> good stuff. I see. I, I wish. I wish we didn't have technical difficulties. I would have pulled up that play where um, where, where Bam does that handoff to Duncan, and the Celtics are so scared of him that he fakes a handoff, and there's nobody between yep. him and the basket because they sent two guys to Duncan off that handoff. So, I, I just. I really don't want people to get scared and, and be like it's doom and all oh, the rest and the four games and it's going to be in their head. Those people were kicking and screaming in their locker room and they don't like each other. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need and you can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire, with 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the most important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere right now at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply only valid through September 30th. Did someone say playoffs, NBA and NHL are playing for gold and our partners Bet Online have you covered? Get in on all the action, including a new NBA bracket contest with plenty of chances to win. MLB season is pushing into fall, and there's no shortage of ways to bet with hundreds of odds, futures, and props. So take advantage of the return of sports. And remember, the casino never closes. Check it out all day, all night. Go to betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag, promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. Yeah, I just, I, I, I'm not I worried. Think, I think that with, we got to remember, like, when you look at this game, even though it was a total blowout, it was two runs, right, that really ended the game. It was the run at the end of the second quarter after the Heat had brought themselves back into it. And all of a sudden, they went to a lineup where none was out there. Olenek was out there. Derek Jones was out there. I think it was Dragic and Hero was the, was the rest of that. Hero with the hot hand. And it completely fell apart. And so all of a sudden where you would finally cut it to, I think, eight or nine points, the Celtics immediately went on a run. You're down 16 at the half. And then again at the end of the third, uh, similarly, they went to a lineup of Olenek, Nunn, Derek Jones, Josh, uh, and I forget who the fifth was, but again, went to a lineup where on a night where Dragic was not playing well, he had to go be the entire offense and you didn't necessarily have your defensive stoppers out there. And tonight, I mean, yep. it was obvious whenever Bam wasn't in the game, they were going to struggle because Jimmy was not playing like himself. And so when you, when you have a night where you have two runs with your backups in where the Celtics really take advantage, you shoot like absolute dog shit from three and Jimmy Butler plays maybe his worst game of the playoffs. You're not going to win the game. And yet even then, 
there was a moment there at the end where all of us are taking a breath and going, okay, they're going to the line down eight. They're going to get the ball after the free throws. Like there was still a shot, even if it is a quote unquote fake comeback. So to kind of lose your minds over this game feels like a major overreaction in particular where they're still sort of like, we kind of forget that again, where everybody felt like the strength of this team bench, that was in large part because Jay Crowder and Goran were bench players. And these rotations were all different because Myers and Nunn were in that starting lineup. And now you've replaced Myers with a Linux who was useless tonight. Nunn comes off the bench. He's useless as well. And Igadala is clearly not himself, whatever version of himself he was previously. And now that leaves you down to six players. So like, and when those players underperform, you're not going to play well. So it's one game. Uh, you have a few days off here. And now you, you tweak some things. Obviously, on the defensive end, it felt like maybe they were in zone a bit too much during certain stretches. But I agree. little tweaks here and there, not, not major overhauls of what you've done rotation. It's also not likely that this team is going to turn into the 2018 Houston Rockets again. Right. Uh, you know, like, because they, <laughs> I think 15 threes in a row or yep. something. Some crazy crazy 27 like threes in a row, right? Yeah, well, well that was tonight. Tonight. Oh, you, tonight. Consequently, tonight. Oh, you're talking about <laughs> no, tonight. This thir- I think at least 13. I remember seeing on the bottom line it was 13. Okay. It feels 13. like it. They, uh, no. they, they went yeah. 12 for 44, 27% from three tonight. No, but, I, but I'm telling you, there yeah. was a switch here. It was like, no, yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, it was just, it was, yeah. It's not Jay Olenek, Duncan didn't even really have it. Hero had it in stretches, but even most of the game, that first half he had quarter. it. It wasn't reliable. Yeah. Uh, I I need further investigation here. I haven't heard anyone mention this, but I'm just going to put this out there as a little bit of a conspiracy theory. That's where we're at. QAnon. The, the heat is QAnon. Heat Twitter QAnon. Uh, so. The Heat were handling the ball tonight like shit, too. They were fumbling around. It, it was just it Horrible. was really bizarre. Being Boston, I think we need to check and make sure the balls were deflated properly. <laughs> like, I, there's something weird. I'm just saying. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. People are talking, okay? Jimmy Loki does that a lot. Yeah. Jimmy, like, Loki just- will not be uh, the best – kind of handler like he'll feel he did that in the yeah. indiana series as well at times i was like yeah it was a little strange all over the place it was really it was really unusual but we were still really in it man you know so it it feels like like this game it's like oh man if they didn't even it just felt like they didn't really try and the whole time yeah. they were awful it was just ah, fuck. you know except for like you know you remember the hero run but, i don't like saying they didn't try though i don't like no, saying it, that no no, but my, my point is clearly they did because they were down 20 points. I mean, they unfortunately, when they go on those crazy runs, I mean, th- there was, a, there was that, that moment where they close the gap in the, in, the, in the second, and then all of a sudden you blink and they have three or four hours, and it's just it's like a 10-point swing in like seconds it felt. And they need to, to ensure that that shit – doesn't happen i mean there were there were there were spring and leaks in it but like it's still the ship is okay like mm-hmm. they'll yeah they'll patch that up i'm really i i mean listen i it's, everyone's freaking out and it's because it's our first loss in so yeah. many it's the way they it's, lost it's our it was, first it was, loss that mattered 
And also, because like, the last yeah. loss was when the series was secured. So this is the only time right. a series for the Heat has ever been in doubt. I mean, this is, this is what Heat in five looks like, people. <laughs> this is what yeah. Heat in five Festival. looks like. <laughs> Name of the pod. Well, that's what Heat in Five looks like. I it Brass is, has the though. guts. That's it why. Is. That's why Brass yeah. is here. Brass is here to have the guts. Okay, <laughs> that's how this works. I I think that there's a couple of adjustments that they can make. I think I agree with Jeremy. There could be a little less zone going on. They can do some more stuff. I think largely. I mean, Kemba had a twenty point. It was a twenty-one point game of fifty percent shooting. That's just what he's going to do to you. I think that there's not. I mean, like defensively. Dragic is on an island and Hero's on an island. I thought Hero played a really good second half against him. But at the end of the day, that guy is one of the best scorers in the league at his position. I don't really think you can expect more than what they got. Uh, I think offensively, they could play a lot better. I think that, I mean, Jay Crowder shot awfully today. Uh, maybe it's, I don't know, Brass. Maybe he's regressing. I don't know. I mean, Chris and I have always said he's a mediocre shooter. He was two for 10 today. Shot a lot, man. He, oh, that's a lot of threes. Woof. I'm trying to speak this shit into existence, and I'm asking you, please stop it. I'm not. Christian and I have to do this all the time. It's not we're speaking into existence. We're staying consistent with what we've done since February. I, I think I'm all about 2020 is the year of the reverse jinx. I think it's come back. I'm not saying anything. Just, you got to straightforward not... be cocky. <laughs> like yeah, just don't say anything can i say something this is why i don't think like we've said cocky heat fan is back a lot and this is why i don't think cocky heat fan is back because cocky heat fan was behind Dwayne lebron and bosh and we wouldn't get this way after losses we get mad but i don't think we were apocalyptic brass jimmy, am i remembering the jimmy this performance is, is scary the jimmy performance yeah. is scary and i also think it's uncharted territory a little bit I think this is the first big heat loss, the first heat loss of any significance in this playoffs. And I also think for this series, the margin of error is razor thin. So <laughs> I, I'm confident that things are not broken. I think the heat can win the next couple games, but I also think they need to play their ass off and they can't really kind of relax the days. The club have to stop getting these deficits. They have to stop taking goals themselves because Tatum, Jalen Brown, Kemba, those guys are not going to let you continually come back. Clearly, they have been. They got. But I mean, they have to play their ass off in the next. I, I got to ask you something, Jeremy. They got yeah. twenty six from from Brown. They got twenty five from Jalen, fourteen and eight, so almost a triple double. They get twenty from Smart, and they get twenty one from Tice. Uh, twenty one from Walker. Right. That's about as good as they can play. Well, and that's the thing that I think, again, when we're talking about talking everybody down off the ledge, Boston played just about as well as they can play in terms of efficiency offensively. Not, not, not perfect for what their, their ceiling is as a team because it's Hayward's first game back, but they played just about as well as you can play. The Heat played just about as poorly as they could play, and yet it still came down to those final five minutes at, at the end of the day. Even though the Heat were down, you know, 15 or whatever they were, it still came down to the final five minutes, even when both teams played to their furthest extreme. And when we all – I mean, I, Jack, I saw you, you tweeting about it. We, everybody knew this was the game the Heat lose. Like, if we want to talk about cocky Heat fan, right, Heat and five – 
this is the game you lose. Like, this is what Heat and Five looks like. Like, truly, this is yeah. what happens. The Boston has their blow up in the locker room. I could have told you what this podcast was going to be before the game started. <laughs> it was going to be us telling everyone to chill the fuck out because it's okay. And this is what that looks like. Now, on the same note, it's very funny because you bring up the Dwayne LeBron years, right? The last time the Heat were up 2-0 against Boston, it becomes 3-2 Boston, and you need the LeBron 45-15-5. Forgot about that. To be that. able to overcome everything. I didn't that's need, I didn't need to remember Boston. that. So that's, that's what we're possibly dealing with here, right? But I think it's just it, it, when Heat are inevitably dead 12 in the first quarter in game 4-2, everybody take a, a, a breath because this team gets down, and they come back, and they get down, and they come back. And today – they let themselves get too far down, but that was a combination of Boston played nearly perfectly offensively and the Heat played as poorly as we've seen them play in the bubble. And the officiating was absolute dog shit. Horrible. It was so it bad. Was really bad. It was so it was bad. Really bad. Got here. And somebody's going to say yeah. the free throws were the same or whatever because I think the number nah, ended man. up being – I mean, the BAM was assaulted. That's free throw game at the assaulted. end. Yeah. Assaulted. Bam was getting beat up all game. Gord had a all bloody – Gord might not have teeth today. Well, you and, and the Marcus Smart foul towards the end. We talked about this while we were troubleshooting. Ridiculous. Like, mm-hmm. just a touch foul that you do not call at the end of the game, given, given the consistency of right. what they have not called against, like, Jimmy Butler. And also, I think, like, going forward – the thing that you can kind of rely on with Jimmy Butler more than anything is I would hope that he takes this as a lesson of, yeah. Hey, I have to be way more aggressive at the beginning of games. I'm the best player on this team. He's not, he's the second best player on this team, but I am the leader of this team. I have to kind of force the issue a little more than I have. Why do you think in a way that's like out of character? Because I think, I think the passing, I think like the defense first mentality is his game. But I do think, like, getting to the foul line, just being a little more aggressive. It's not a huge yep. switch, but it's just a tiny mentality switch where you're not overpassing when you have an open layup, which he does. Why do you think that he didn't play, like, those last couple possessions? Do you think that was injury? Or do you think he was just, like, done mentally? Like, it was kind of weird in a must-win, a must-score possession. He was just on the bench. And I don't think he was – I mean, especially in that – I Especially love the f- idea that Spo benched him. I love. I like that the idea. idea that Spoh I love that idea. I, I, but like he was so like uncharacteristically like, lazy with the ball that I love the idea. It was horrible. Yeah, it's it was he all was very helping. weird. It yeah. was all strange. Like his game tonight was not one of those games where you're like, oh man, he played horribly. It was like. It was one of those games where you're watching, like, what's going on with that guy? Like, something, yeah. whether it was mental, whether it was physical, he did not look like Jimmy Butler in terms of, just like you mentioned, ordinarily when he doesn't have a game where he's, he's at his best. And I thought we were going to see it there for just a second. He goes in four or five possessions in a row. He tries to get to the line. And he did it once. And then all of a sudden, he kind of backed away again. And, man, he passed up a couple of really open looks in that second quarter where he just didn't look like himself. And so I, not that I love the idea that, that Spo benched him at the end, right? But like, you know what? That comeback was all happening without him. And it, it was, if anything, he was preventing it from happening more with his play. And really the game was out of reach. And maybe he's a little banged up. And so Spo goes, you know what, Jimmy? Take a couple of plays off. 
And I, I like the idea yeah. that that's sort of a sign of, of, of look, man, you, you got to be better in game four. I do so, worry a little bit about uh, Iguodala. This is the second game in a row. Yeah. In the second half. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's old. I think the rest will really help Iguodala. Big he's time. so old. He is like 50 years old. And he has played in every so single old. finals in the past 10 years. So it's, Anthony, it's insane. Anthony Chang, our friend, the puppet himself of the Miami Herald, Anthony Chang, tweets, on not playing Jimmy Butler near the end, Eric Spolster said there was no injury. Spolster said we were, just getting, we were just trying to get something quick there at the end. Which I can understand. He's really a non-shooter, and he's going to be defended as such, and you kind of want the five-out space. Uh, but Jay Crowder wasn't really a shooter last today either. So, yeah, Duncan. But that that just goes to show that it's kind of mental thing. Spoke did bench him. I this is essentially what games, happened here. Yeah. Spoke yeah. benched Spoke his bench ass. Spoke benched him. He's like, yeah, you're not a shooter. So, yeah. Brass, we were kind of talking about this oh, in the chat. Yeah. Sorry, Brass. I, I see you sometimes talking, but I, I think the audio sometimes doesn't go through. Hmm, what a coincidence. Um, what I was saying is, uh, Duncan Robinson. <laughs> You know, got a hot hand near the end of the game. Tyler Hero, he had that crazy run. You know, you never know what you're going to get out of him. Um, I just, I'm not, the whole Jimmy thing, I, I understand it. I mean, you're, you know, you're just trying to, to rise the surface. Also, I don't think they just, the Heat did, also weren't getting the calls. You know, and that's, that's mm -hmm. Jimmy's big, big strength at the end of games. I mean, you know, he's second to get the free throw line, you know, just after James Harden this year. I mean, you know, he, if they were getting the calls that they should have been getting, maybe it would have been different, but, but they were Marcus so Smart had 10 fucking free throw attempts. Get out of here. Why do they reward him? That's part of the foul game toward the end too. But like also, yeah, there were some ridiculous touches. I fouls. mean, like Jimmy had six, which is like a bad Jimmy game in the regular season. Bam had nine. Uh, the Heat shot 34. The Celtics shot 30, right? So the Heat got that edge, but I did. And, and you know, I think toward the end, the Heat, I mean, the Heat were really going to Bam on the pick and roll a lot, and he was getting whacked down there, and he wasn't getting to the line, yeah. which, again, it's kind of that strategy of, you know, they, they, the Raptors do this, by the way, and they've said it, you know, you can't call all the fouls, right? Yep. So that's kind of what the Celtics are doing. They're hitting the shit out of Bam. They're being really, really physical. And the thing I trust in Miami is that this is a tough team. This is a tough group of guys. And I think that if the Celtics are going to be physical, the Heat are going to be physical back next game. And I didn't think the Heat had that nasty in them. They did it. They just don't. And I, this is going to sound kind of funny to say, but I think that when their shot's not really going down and when they're really behind, what they start doing is they really try to force the threes, right? So they're really pounding those handoffs and they're, they're really going away from their physical basketball. And it kind of takes a little bit of their edge away. Um, and the Celtics were just completely out physicaling them other than bam bam was great um i think that they can't keep letting enos Cantor get away with his five minutes i think that they're surviving the, like daniel tice has been in foul trouble every game this series yeah according to dave dufour hall of famer daniel tice uh has really been a non-factor for the most part i mean that game one where he played he was good but other than that i mean the dude has not really had much of an impact and I think that's partly because, you know, they're really attacking the drop coverage and they're kind of sending Bam down. And if you'll notice what they're doing a lot is Bam's not even making contact with the screens. They're just slipping him and going, right? So he's coming to set the screen for Dragic and he's just, he's not even making contact on the screen. He's kind of rolling to the rim. A little bit like Hassan, but it has a lot of intention to it. Um, 
and, and they're kind of they're kind of spreading the floor like that. Uh, and Kelly and Dragas were just not giving him good passes when he was going. I don't know if you've noticed, but like they were way over into the left where he had to kind of mm-hmm. go back, get it, and then come into the yeah. post. It's not what you want. I mean, and he scored on most of those, but you're just making your best player work more than he has to. Somebody in the chat was, just was calling, um, calling Bam a short Hassan. They said, um, it's Adebayo, <laughs> um, not Adebanosotros. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. That's me in the chat. I'm sorry, guys. Um, but Are you <laughs> just saying you're... Miami Heat mind. I'm just kind of messing with the chat. Um, <laughs> shout out to, shout out to Miami community. Heat mind. One, yeah. of the, one, of, one of the OG Heat podcaster. We don't forget you, Miami Heat mind. So we're a community. We remember those. We remember the fallen. Yeah. Um, I, I, like I said, I, I've said this before. This team is not the Clippers. I think they're a lot really tough. They're mentally yeah. strong, I think. And those are like a lot of sports cliches, but I think Jimmy's going to come out next game. Brian just sent me a text. He just goes, I'm so turnt right now, which is the whitest thing he's ever said. I'm sorry. That notification ribbon came. Brian Goins, our producer and co-founder. He's getting married right now. I'm not there because COVID scares me. And I just got the text. I'm so turnt right now. Exactly what like Celtics Twitter sounds like right now. (laughs) Brian has a Gordon Hayward haircut. Uh, Perfect. Oh, man. He does does have a Gordon Hayward. He looked great at the wedding. Brian has to get divorced, by the way. I'm not. It's a coincidence that they played their worst game when he got married. He needs to get a divorce until the playoffs are over. He probably has time to file an annulment. Did they get like officially married yet? Is there still time? Like the ink isn't dry, I don't think. Can they cancel this? I noticed this across the board, though. I feel like so many people had traditions that they were going into games with that they did not follow. I saw. This is a little inside Twitter, but like Fitzius was like, I never tweet on game days, but I got to test the hypothesis. No. Oh, no, Fitzy, why'd me, you do that? Come on. I will say it's partially my fault, too, because I like was not tweeting during games. Then I tw- tweeted during the twatted. first half of game. I twatted during the first half of game, two, And then I turned off my phone, and then they came back. But then I also turned off my phone for the third quarter and they didn't come back. So I was I'll like, take blame. I trimmed, I trimmed, I trimmed up my facial hair. Oh, it was a bad no, move. Everybody messed up, man. We let Everybody go of the rope, up. guys. We, we let go of the rope yeah, so hard. It's on us. This, this oh, game was on us yeah. and it is, it is what it is. But Mr. Duck seven says I didn't wear my heat jersey or beanie today. That's Mr. Duck. This is on YouTube. Blood's on this all of our hands. On, no, no, it's 100% on Mr. Duck. Mr. Duck. Mr. Duck 7. You have some answering to do. Mr. Mr. Duck, Duck 7. 7. This is your fault. You have to hold a press conference yeah. where Anthony Chang questions you. Anthony Chang, it's no I It's coincidence. Mr. Duck 7, the best player for the Celtics is J- uh, Jalen Brown, 7. The worst player for the Heat today was Goran Dragic. 7. 7. This is all on you, Mr. Duck. Come on, man. Yeah, Mr. Whatever Duck you seven, do, what do it next man. game. What's uh, I'm the I'm the R. Kelly meme. Yeah. <laughs> well, you also have the the referees were Mitch McConnell and Lindsey Graham. They're trying to fill. <laughs> oh my god! Not only are they ruining. <laughs> boo, boo, Marcus Canby. Um, uh, yeah. Well, I, I have this thing with um, I have this thing with with Kev, uh, our our Celtics Twitter correspondent, that we just text each other doom and gloom the whole game we keep saying that the game's over like in the first quarter like the Celtics score the first basket I'm like it's done but I'm committed to this I'm not I'm not changing what I've always done I'm not I'm committed I actually thought last year I changed the heat I changed the heat twitter the the pp 
banner on the Twitter account last game, and I was really worried that it was going to cost us. Brian texts Heaton 5. That's all Brian just texted. Drunk Brian says Heaton 5. Brian is consistent what from his king. wedding. He says, hold on, I'm reading the text. Like going over the, let, I, letting go of the road I, I'm reading Brian's text. He says, Heaton 5, fuck the Celtics, fuck Gordon Hayward. Yeah, there you go. Brian has the guts. He's the got the wedding perfect. superpowers too, so. Ah, he kind of ruined the wedding. Okay. Yeah, he kind of ruined Heaton us five. by getting married, yeah. Um. I'm not worried. I, I'm oddly, I'm oddly okay with everything. I'm ready. I, I feel like the rest is going to benefit them. I think that this is not a team that I'm concerned about being shaken or scared, even though they don't have the championship pedigree. This is why Riley wants a team full of veterans. Jay Crowder has been to the finals. Andre Iguodala has been to the finals. Giannis Haslam is a three-time fucking champion with this organization. Eric Spolster has been there. The young guys have nerves of steel. Gorn is a vet in this league who's been to the conference finals before. Uh, almost beat a very good Kobe Bryant Laker team. They have guys on this team that are experienced. And look at that. Biggest game of the, one of the biggest games of the season, Duncan Robinson down the stretch was awesome. Right? So even the young guys on defense too. On defense, Especially really competed. On defense, yeah. Really competed. So um, I know That's what that you say about white guys that they know, competed on defense. Not that they were good on defense, but com- they tried. But I use that word for Tyler Hero all the time. I'm like, he competes. Yeah. He competes his ass off. But you got you on uh, on the chat and stuff earlier, and some people discussed it on Twitter, is there were a, a few too. Sorry, this is another like heat is QAnon thing. There were a few <laughs> too many pre-game interviews. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What was that? Oh, the Duncan one. Talk about Ra- Rachel Nichols was fucking getting in their head. I've been saying this for the first three games. All, like, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, so you're a good shooter, huh?" He's like. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I'm a good shooter. I mean, if it were anything <laughs> yeah. of value, it's not. It was just fucking no. just to wear these guys out. They were hoping Duncan was gonna sh- shots with her, so he would go <laughs> cold fucking game. Hey, they did it with Hero in game. No, they did it with Hero in game two and Jimmy yeah, Butler so. in game one. But they've does only the league done it with want Lakers? They've they only done it with the Heat. I'm not, does the league want ESPN or TNT? It's it's messed up. I'm. Brass, I'm so glad Mind you said games. that. Yeah, yeah this good. is I'm messed glad, up. I'm it's the Mr. Know. Duck stuff, and then it's this. <laughs> yeah. In that order, I also want games. you guys to know, yeah. but but also it might it might be Brian's fault. So guys, I, I'm not no, telling Bryce? you to do this now, but but if 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 the Heat do lose Game Four, I want you all tweeting hashtag Brian get divorced and tag Miami. <laughs> yes, uh, yes, yes, absolutely. If they lose yeah. Game Four, not yet. No, we, there's no need to panic yet. Not yet. If they lose if, Game Four. Hashtag Brian a trend. divorced. There's a trend. Make sure it gets trending here in Miami. And then, uh, yeah, we, we got to make sure that that's happening. If, if Honestly, Jeremy, I mean, you and I have known Brian for a long time. Incredibly selfish of him to get married in the middle of a playoff run. Incredibly selfish. He would do this. I mean, not shocked. COVID aside, like, just take the COVID out of the situation. The fact that Brian I mean, got married but... <laughs> in game three of the, did he not right. think the yeah. Heat would go How this far? He? Did he not think the yeah, Heat? Yeah, I think that's he, what happened. He did he think that he, he would lose a month ago? Faith. No guts? Yeah, he didn't have I, the faith. Yeah. And I know no I've guts. been crazy superstitious all Heat series. Like, I, I have this exact thing, like, in the middle of the second quarter of every Heat game, I put on noise-canceling earbuds. I put on my AirPods, <laughs> and I listen to Billy Joel's Pressure 
twice through. Why are we psychos? Why are we psychos? What? I'm like losing my mind. <laughs> I mean, I may or may not have told my girlfriend today that we're supposed to move in together, and I may or may not have told her we can't move in together until the <laughs> not until, are eliminated yeah. from the playoffs. That makes but, sense. You know, whatever. <laughs> I, listen, I'm Casual. Jeremy. You're not selfish, unlike Brian. You care about yeah, it. Yeah, like Brian. You're a community guy. <laughs> well, yeah, well, she gets it. And also, just for clarification, Gianni was uh, was Brian's best man. Yes. In- uh-huh. Because yeah, he's committed. I'm committed. I'm committed. here to work. I'm here to work. I'm pretty sure Brian is happy he didn't have to fit Gianni in the rotation tonight. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Did him fair. Listen, I'm I'm of the culture. I told Brian, listen, may, maybe because I'm not going because of COVID, maybe because I need to watch the heat, okay? We have a show to do. We have a production to put on for the people. I'm How also – he betray you like this? It's super – I'm also glad that we're like sharing these superstition things because I got to be honest with you today we're losing and I'm like, it's cause I'm not sitting in the normal seat and I'm, I'm admitting yep. this. I'm not sitting in the normal seat. The dog was in the seat where I sit and I didn't want to move her and I was wrong. I should have moved her. Yeah, you should have. And then by the time I moved, it was too late. And then, yeah. Yeah. Especially around these parts. Uh, I, I, I live here with my family at the moment. And so I, I sit in a very specific chair for every yeah. single heat game, different, different chair for UCF football game. Obviously. Mm-hmm. It's not the yeah. same. Chair. Come on. <laughs> you can't sum up. That's right. We're dead mix, serious, by the way. Chat, chat, chat listeners. So serious. We're so serious right now. I want you to know. This is real. I'm so I'm serious as a heart attack. So the, uh, I sit in a specific chair. And so for the games where I've had to be at work during those games, uh, we have as a family decided that it is important that we put a stuffed animal gorilla in that chair just so that the universe gets tricked into thinking that I'm sitting in the chair. You know, you just have yeah. to mess with it. And, and, and thus far undefeated when that has been the case. Uh, so after they lost that first game, now tonight I went ahead and trimmed up this beard like an idiot this morning, like a fool. And did that this morning. Just messed with the, with the basketball gods like that. And now that he loses. So I'm going to continue to bro- grow this back out, guys. It'll be okay. By, by, game, by game four on Wednesday, it'll all be back. And everything will be fine. You, you know, don't have to worry anymore. The worst part about today, it's not even the Heat losing. Because I'm not worried about them losing the series. It's Heat and Five always. This is how Heat and Five looks like. <laughs> it's all the people that pick the Celtics that feel a little vindication today. It's the Dave Dufours. Yep. Yeah. It's the Jay Kings. It's all of them. The Nikaias Duncan's, it's the Nikaias Duncan's. It's all of them. They're they're wrong, but you know they feel happy today. They feel better about themselves today. They're like, ah, this is this is what I thought. I thought that every game was going to be this, except for the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say, like on a basketball note, I I think Spo is an incredible coach. He's going to adjust. But that lineup with Hayward instead of Ojale, then Grant Williams. I really like Grant Williams. He's fat. I think when they they can't lose to a fat guy. They can't no, come on. Man. He's like a good. He's, he's like a good like. Grant Williams. I really like him. No, I don't. He can hit the shot. He can hit a three every no. once in a while. I think he's a smart player. My mom thinks I, he's I annoying. Like My mom. And I think that lineup is good. He's annoying, he's just, but like he's in a just smart a, way. He's just new evolution of Big Baby Davis. He, yeah. Oh my evolution. God. You're yeah. right. Yeah. He's wow. Just the the 2020 version. The 2020 Big Baby Davis. That's essentially what his role is. I have a, I have a Brian. It's, it's equally infuriating. I have a Brian update. Brian says, give Spo these days. He will make Gordon Hayward look like Dante DiVincenzo. Miami hasn't lost Hell two yeah. playoff games in a row. 
I love Brian. Man, Brian, Brian has so much more guts Shout than out me, dude. Married Brian. Married Brian has more guts than all of us. Brian's like, Dante, fuck Gordon Hayward. He's going to be Dante DiVincenzo. <laughs> it's going to be white Dante. Okay, but still, if I, they do. I have a question. Game four, Brass, you're at your house. Brian get divorced. Correct? Correct. You're, why are you in a dress shirt? Okay. Well, he doesn't have his jersey on anymore. He's getting hot. It was uh, had a Rosh Hashanah dinner with. Uh, oh, lovely! Family. Oh, happy Bob. Thanks for thanks for dressing up nice for New Year's. G. You just, I don't know. <laughs> you grew up Catholic. I don't. I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> just put him on the spot like that. Yeah, I was like, I don't. I you know, so I live in Kendall, and I, you know, growing up, I didn't, I didn't have a lot of Jewish friends because there's not a big Jewish population in Kendall. But when I got to FIU, a lot of my friends I, I, were Jewish. And, and I was like, oh, I didn't know that South Florida had a, I think, the third biggest Jewish population in the world after New York and, and Israel. Yep. Uh, and I, I, I started learning about Jewish holidays and stuff because, honestly, my only exposure to that was Rugrats. Rugrats. Oh, dude. The Rugrats those, episodes were great. Those Rugrats, I watched, I straight up, Every single Passover, watch the Rugrats Passover special. That is a terrific representation matters. You know, that's how they got into a Catholic home. I learned. I learned about Jewish holidays through Rugrats. I I don't remember the dates. I am stunned. I also learned about um I also learned about Ramadan through the Proud family. Oh my god. Learned about holidays. God about that. Look at that. I learned about George Washington Carver through the Proud family. Shout out to Proud. Miami has zero wins in 5781. So they really need to get their shit together. We have reached the Proud family and Rugrats portion of the podcast. (laughs) Brian just texted me. I'm so fucking drunk. (laughs) Brian, Brian needs to stop texting, period. Put the phone away. Enjoy the wedding. Yeah, Brian, you have have a wife to go go dance with. Yeah, you might have to get divorced in a couple days. So yes, enjoy enjoy it while it lasts. (laughs) You let him know if they lose game four, he's getting divorced. Brian's taking some accountability. He said he didn't wear his heat shirt slash jersey today. I broke the mojo. Damn, it would have been so funny if we got wedding pictures over the suit. (laughs) (laughs) Jersey over the suit. (laughs) Everybody, everybody, let go of the rope. This is insane. Mm -hmm. I feel like we it's all really... drop, Mr. Duck. It starts with you, then it goes to Brian, it's... and then yeah. it's on us. First and then Jimmy Butler, <laughs> and then Jimmy, the yeah, yeah, way down yeah. the list though. It's not his fault. It's not and his then... fault that we all let go of the rope this way. And then Ed it's Malloy, mostly Mr. Duck. What, who was uh? Who, who, was, who, was who the, the refs today? It wasn't Ed Malloy. It was um. I don't remember his name. I was saying it earlier. Couldn't tell you. But uh, whoever it is, you're an enemy. Oh, and uh officially i won't forget yeah i don't see uh on the recap on nba.com they don't have it okay well one of the referees brian's drunk we talked rugrats adjustments zone defense we had awful audio issues we uh we had the whole experience today on the heat beat stream um listen in a loss we bring you content uh we were garbage uh, as were the heat brian says toast on the pod Matt Brian's just like texting rapid fire right now. He should be, uh, he should be enjoying his wedding. Uh, I appreciate everybody for coming again. We had a lot of views tonight, even though it was a loss. I appreciate you guys being patient, even though uh, that we had, I figured it out. We had audio issues, but I, you know what I got, we produced on the fly. 
we did it. Special thanks to Jeremy. Jeremy, Proud plug you. your plug your stuff. Where can people find all your things? Oh, man. Thank you. Uh, you can follow me at Jeremy Tache on Twitter. That's T A C H uh, E. The most pretentious way you could possibly spell Tache. Tache. Uh, you could follow me there. I uh, Swings and Mishes is our podcast on the Marlins. Hey, look, uh, not for whatever, but like they're coming out of the playoffs here too. They might make the playoffs for the first time in 17 years. If you want to follow along, if you're interested at all, I'm telling you, I don't think there's anybody covering that team better than we are uh, with Swings and Mishes, Craig Mish and, and myself. Um, we're having a really good time. And it's, it's, the Marlins are a fun baseball team, weirdly enough. Uh, I also work at, at Channel 7, WSBN. If you watch our Sunday night show, I produce a lot of that. And then uh, I also, ironically, you brought up the Rugrats. I have a Nickelodeon podcast. It's a I did Nickelodeon that on purpose. I did that on purpose. I was yeah. throwing you the love. <laughs> Look at you. Throwing me the perfect. Uh, Nickelodeon again, as opposed to Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon again. Uh, you can find us there. It's me and, and Gabrielle Starr. She's a terrific sports media personality. So, yeah, that's that's all the stuff I do. And thank you guys for, for having me on here. I always love uh, coming on and talking about getting Brian divorced. You talked victorious. Stuff? You talked victorious. No, you can't. You talked victorious without me, and I'm offended. We talked victorious for an hour and a half because oh man, TV shows. Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah. It's, it's 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 up. It's with Drake and Josh is my favorite Nickelodeon shows. That's how it's good it is. It's a great. It's a great Nickelodeon show. It's the most underrated, underrated show Day? on that network. Brass yes. is checked okay, out. Brass is checked. Brass is not Ariana even Grande anime. It's Victoria not even Day. anime. The look, the look on his face when I just said Victorious is an underrated show. I've never seen an eye roll so genuine. It's not better than Zoe 101. Was. No, no yes, not. it's way better than Zoe 101. No, come on. Zoe 101. Oh, get out of here with this. Oh, my. He took off the headphones. <laughs> I'm, I'm more disappointed in you right now than I am in Mr. Duck. Okay. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.